in the year of our Lord 2022. This is your guest host today, Dr. Mark Laverty. Um, I'm filling in for Tom, who is uh, a little bit under the weather uh, today, and even over the weekend he wasn't feeling well. So I will be uh, doing my best to fill his large shoes. Um, I am in no way uh, comparable to his uh, expertise uh, in uh, theology. My expertise is more in music. Uh, I am an organist, uh, choir director, and a concert pianist as well. Uh, I live in Chesterfield, Missouri, and um, I'm currently playing organ for uh, and directing the choirs over at Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Chesterfield. And uh, actually, this is where I started my music ministry 44 years ago um, in 1978. And uh, I won't say how old I was when I started, but uh, in any event, uh, I have been blessed to be a church musician for these past 44 years. And um, uh, it's really been a journey for me, and uh, I could have never planned it myself. God, uh, of course, has uh, control of all of our lives, and uh, I'm so grateful for that blessing. Um, today, uh, we are going to look at some scriptures for next Sunday. Uh, I didn't have much notice to prepare. Um, just had a little uh, phone call this morning, Tom asking me to fill in, and he also asked me to fill in tomorrow when we uh, review the uh, hymn of the day for next Sunday, which is uh, next Sunday is the sixth Sunday of Easter, uh, and that is May 22nd, 2022. Um, I also want to mention that uh, last week I had the distinct uh, honor and privilege to play for the daily chapel service at uh, the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod headquarters on, um, I believe it was Friday, and uh, that was uh, a very nice experience uh, playing on the pipe organ there for the uh, people who came to chapel and working with Reverend Hans Feeney, who I will uh, again work with on Ascension Day at his church, uh, Prince of Peace in Crestwood. So uh, without further ado, time will uh, go quickly. Um I thought what I would do is open with a prayer, uh, Luther's morning prayer, and then the Monday morning prayer, and then dive right into the scriptures. Um, so without further ado, Luther's morning prayer, if you'd pray with me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, of, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. And the Monday morning prayer. Dear Jesus, another work week has begun. Help me to rise. Help me rise to meet the challenges you have put before me eager to serve you with gladness in my daily calling. I know there will be obstacles I would rather avoid, but I know you will be present in every moment of my day. Walk with me, dear Lord, and hold my hand 
through the trials and troubles of this world. Help me to remember that your good hand is in everything that happens today and always. You are my support and my guide in all that follows this day. May your love and forgiveness, one for me on the cross, shield and sustain me unto eternity. Amen. Okay, the first reading for the sixth Sunday of Easter, next this coming Sunday, May 22nd, uh, I beg your pardon, yeah, May 22nd, is from Acts, the book of Acts, chapter 16, verse 9 through 15. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go on to, into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city some days, and on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer. And we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized and her household as well, she urged us saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. So what a uh, touching account of uh, Paul's journey um, so many years ago, thousands of years ago, um, and one only one can get kind of a picture of what is actually occurring here. Sailing around, uh, I guess this is the Mediterranean, the Aegean Sea. Um, travel was very hard back then, and uh, so it conjures up all kinds of images about. Uh, sleeping on ships, rocking back and forth, and uh, trying to get a meal here and there. Um, but uh, this is profound stuff uh, from the book of Acts. And um, I will give a little shout-out. Uh, I actually have a piano student. I, have, I teach 15 students a week uh, in my piano studio, and uh, I have a student uh, who's, I think, uh, about 11 or 12, and uh, she, her name is Lydia, and she's a very talented Lutheran uh, student, and she's playing hymns, and she's playing Bach, and she's playing all kinds of wonderful piano music. And uh, so whenever I see her and teach her and her siblings, uh, she reminds me of this passage from Lydia. Uh, and then, of course, also Lydia selling purple goods. Purple is one of my favorite colors. So uh, uh, just for what that's worth, uh, this is a very touching story for me. Um, and uh, as far as law and gospel, I uh, don't know where 
the law is in here. Again, I'm not an expert like Tom, um, but clearly the gospel was preached here to these uh, women, and uh, Lydia in particular accepted uh, the call of the gospel, as did her household, and they were baptized. So um, another reading for this Sunday is Psalm 67, and um, I think I'll have enough time to read all of these, so I'm going to digress a little and read Psalm 67 uh, from my Lutheran service book. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us, that your way may be known on earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you judge the peoples with equity and guide the nations upon earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Okay, on to the epistle reading. Um, And here again, I'm on very thin ice theologically. Uh, It's from the book of Revelation. Uh, Revelation chapter 21, verses 9 through 14, and verses 21 through 27. So we have a little bit of uh, reading here, so I will begin. The epistle is from the Revelation to St. John. Then came one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls full of the seven last plagues and spoke to me, saying, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me the holy city, Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with 12 gates, and at the gates, 12 angels, and on the gates, the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel were inscribed. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates on the south three gates, and on the west three gates. And the wall of the city had twelve foundations, and on them were the twelve names of the twelve apostles of the Lamb. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls, each of the gates made of a single pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, transparent as glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God, the Almighty, and the Lamb. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. By its light will the nations walk, and the kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, and its gates will never be shut by day and there will be no night there they will bring into the glory they will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations but nothing unclean will ever enter it nor anyone who does what is detestable or false but only those who are written in the lamb 
Lamb's Book of Life. So, um, wow, <laughs> what a lot, what a lot of uh, tremendous scripture there is here. Of course, uh, as soon as I read the uh, Great High Wall with twelve gates, I thought of the twelve tribes of Israel. Um, and uh, Tom would be better at explaining the uh, exact law and gospel here. I guess most of this is gospel. Um, but um, let's see. Oh, then in verse 23, we read, And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it. Uh, it reminded me, uh, hearing the word moon, of course, last night there was a tremendous um, uh seen in the sky, the moon uh, had a lunar eclipse, and uh, I didn't think too much of it at first, but once it uh, became completely covered um, by the earth, uh, it was this dark golden ember of a moon uh, glowing in the sky, and it was just a tremendously beautiful thing, and uh, uh, I was sitting with a neighbor uh, outside watching it, and uh, <laughs> Uh, it's hard to even comprehend uh, what we were watching, this uh, orb up in the sky so many hundreds of thousands of miles away, uh, I presume, that was um, doing the bidding of God, um, orbiting, I believe it's or orbiting our Earth, and uh, yet God has aligned things up so that we get this uh, uh, beautiful uh, phenomena of nature uh, the lunar eclipse. So that was last evening. And there's going to be another one in November, I hear. Um, so I did notice uh, what appears to be something uh, resembling law. Um, they will bring into the glory, they will bring into it the glory and the honor of the nations, but nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false. So there's a little bit of law right there, uh, I would imagine. And certainly Tom can correct me if I'm wrong uh, when he returns to the airwaves. But um, I, I, under his uh, leadership, I've been uh, getting better and better at the discerning law and gospel. Um, so I believe we'll move on to the Holy Gospel. There are two readings that are appointed uh, for this Sunday. Uh, I will start with the first one. We'll see how far we get. We only have about 10 minutes left. Uh, but the Holy Gospel, according to St. John, the 16th chapter, verses 23 through 33. Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive, that your joy may be full. I have said these things to you in figures of speech. The hour is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figures of speech, but will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name. And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. I came from the Father and have come into the world, and now I am leaving the world and going to the Father. 
his disciples said, Ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. (coughs) Pardon me. So these are some tremendous words also of Jesus. Um, We get an allusion to uh, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Um, And then further on um, in verse 27, we read uh, in that, or 26 and 27, in that day you will ask in my name and I do not ask, And I do not say to you that I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you. Well, there is a clear uh, declaration of the gospel, for the Father loves uh, loves you. um, Because you have loved me and have believed that I came from God. So, uh, clear uh, proclamation of the gospel there. And then further along... um, Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when each of you, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. This is a very uh, poignant um, uh, allusion to, of course, his uh, crucifixion and the betrayal of, of his disciples um, before his um, before his death. And then further uh, at the end of the gospel. Um, Jesus says, well, I'm not alone. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. So there is a good, clear, uh, declaration of the gospel. Um, and then the last, uh, part of that verse in the world, you will have tribulation. Well, we have tribulation due to our sin, uh, and due to our not adhering to God's law. Then the balance of that verse, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So God encourages us with the uh, gospel in the end of that reading of the gospel. So it looks like I have a little more time um, to read the alternate gospel reading. Uh, This is also from the book of John, verses 1 through 9. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, a pool, in Aramaic, called Bethesda, which has five roofed colonnades. In these lay a multitude of invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. 
when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been there a long time, he said to him, Do you want to be healed? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. And while I am going another and while I am going, another steps in down before me. Jesus said to him, Get up, take your bed, and walk. And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. So clearly a powerful demonstration of Jesus' uh, ability to heal and to bless people and uh, uh, a very touching story. Um, one can only imagine what what kind of life this uh, sick man led after this tremendous healing. Um, of course, once we arrive in heaven, we will know uh, the answers to questions like this, but uh, uh, hopefully this man was a powerful witness uh, for Jesus Christ and the gospel back in those olden days. So um, those are the readings for this Sunday, <clears throat> and um, I hope these have been a blessing to you. Uh, next Sunday is, again, the sixth Sunday of Easter, and um, uh, I would invite you to come over to Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Chesterfield at uh, Baxter and Clarkson Roads. Um, I have the honor and privilege to work with uh, Pastor Rob Rebow. Uh, he is, uh, they have a uh, uh, vacancy in their pastorship there. And uh, so Pastor Rebow is uh, uh, filling in with the uh, great excellence, both in uh, hymnody and in liturgy and in his sermons. Uh, so uh, well, they have services at 8 and 1030 uh, next Sunday. Um, the other thing upcoming, uh, not this week, but following next Sunday, of course, is the Ascension of our Lord. And I don't think that time will allow us to even look at that, but perhaps Tom will look at some scriptures for Ascension. Um, when he returns. Um, as I mentioned, I think at the beginning of the program, I will, uh, Tom has also asked me to fill in tomorrow. Uh, he's getting excellent care and um, hopefully we'll be back in the saddle on Wednesday. Um, but I did want to uh, give you a preview of tomorrow's program. Um and that will be, of course, Tom likes to cover a the hymn of the day for the upcoming Sunday. And that will be, Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice. And this is one of my all-time favorite hymns. I've played this hymn for many, many years. And uh, as I get older, the my appreciation for it just grows. And not only that, but it is written by none other than Martin Luther. And in addition to that, it has 10 stanzas. And I certainly hope that we sing them all at Lord of Life, uh, if not all at one time, perhaps uh, broken up throughout the service, because the words are so good and so inspiring. Each stanza is just a powerful witness uh, of law and gospel. Uh, 
and I encourage you to uh, read these um, this hymn, Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice. It's number 556 in Lutheran Service Book. But you can certainly find the hymn uh, on the Internet if you Google Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice. So uh, I'd like to close with a prayer uh, and hope to uh, visit with you tomorrow at 9.30 on Law and Gospel. But um, let's close with uh, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you for listening today. Again, my name is Dr. Mark Laverty. Uh, I was filling in for Pastor Baker, uh, who has been ill the past couple days. And we pray for his speedy recovery. Uh, recovery. Uh, please keep him in your prayers. And I will look forward to uh, being with you tomorrow um, on Law and Gospel. May God bless your day. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132 or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.